Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today we're talking with Dr. Jonathan Thompson, Associate Program Director at the Hamilton Medical Center Residency Program and Faculty Director of the Hamilton Simulation Lab. Great to see you here today, Dr. Thompson. Glad to be here. I'm glad you are. Uh, Dr. Thompson is a board-certified family medicine physician. He completed his medical training at the James H. Quillen College of Medicine in Johnson City, Tennessee, and his residency at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga College of Medicine. Today we're going to be talking about metabolic syndrome. i got to tell you, I don't even know what that is. What exactly is metabolic syndrome? The metabolic syndrome is defined by having three of five criteria. The first is abdominal obesity, which in men means over 40 inches and in women over 35 inches. The second is high serum triglycerides, over 150. The third is a low serum HDL, less than 40. Elevated blood pressure above 130 over 85, and fasting plasma glucose over 100. My goodness. Now, you know, it's got to be important to know if someone has metabolic syndrome. It, that is an, a very important thing that everyone needs to know, right? Yeah, it's uh, really important. Uh, part of the reason is generally you need to help figure it out on your own. But patients with metabolic syndrome have a higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes, liver disease, have higher risk of cardiovascular disease, including heart attacks and strokes. My goodness, heart attacks and strokes, very dangerous. And type 2 diabetes, so many people have diabetes today. Yeah, that's correct. And it's uh, getting worse over time. Now, is this diagnosis, is this pretty common? Um, it is fairly common, actually. One in three uh, Americans are estimated to have the metabolic syndrome. The risk increases as we age. Part of the problem with the metabolic syndrome, uh, however, is that not everyone who has it is aware that they have it. And that's generally because we don't commonly measure waist circumference in clinical practice. And mm -hmm. we don't also measure fast glucose as frequently as we uh, possibly could. Well, I definitely understand that. What, what is the cause? Well, the primary cause is excess body weight. We all naturally have different healthy shapes and sizes. However, no matter what our natural shape and size, if we eat too much unhealthy food and if we are inactive, our weight starts to increase above what is natural for us. I got you. Uh, you know, how big of a problem is weight? in the United States today? Well, it's a fairly large problem. Um, obesity affects about 40% of the adult population. I never would have believed that. Yeah, it's getting getting worse, wow. unfortunately. Um, there is an additional 30% of the population that is not obese, but is considered overweight. And then about 10% of the population has this sort of weird problem called normal weight obesity, where despite not being overweight, they suffer a lot of the same medical problems. And they're not overweight. But they're not overweight. Now, why does excess body weight cause health problems? Um, excess body weight causes inflammation and elevated blood pressure. The inflammation is problematic because it causes insulin not to work the way that it's supposed to in our bodies. Mm -hmm. Our blood sugar starts rising because of the insulin not working correctly, which can eventually lead to prediabetes and potentially type 2 diabetes. Insulin resistance also contributes to abnormal cholesterol levels, and this promotes heart attacks and strokes, and that's why the triglyceride and HDL components are part of the metabolic syndrome. Now, to get tested for that, that's a blood test. 
That's correct. That's a blood test. Yeah, Very a, simple blood test. Yeah, and most most people have these blood tests when they when they visit their doctor. But you. all the pieces aren't always put together. And you talked about pre-diabetes. These are people without diabetes, but they're getting close to possibly getting diabetes. That's correct. So folks that have pre-diabetes, their blood sugar's a little higher than normal. The normal level typically is below 100. To be diagnosed with diabetes, it's above 125. So pre-diabetes is Is that fasting? That's fasting. That's correct. So fasting, still 125, you would consider that to be diabetic? Correct. Above above that number. Yeah, I got you. So pre-diabetes would be in between that level. You're not quite high enough uh, to be called diabetic, but it's no longer normal. But there is a way to, once you find out that you're pre-diabetic, to fight that. That's correct. Yeah, and that's the, the great thing about uh, these problems. All these problems related to metabolic syndrome can be completely reversed and cured with appropriate lifestyle changes lifestyle changes for some people that's tough that is tough yeah it's uh, tough for me <laughs> for, for some people that's tough now what is what, what's causing so many people to have weight problems what do you think is causing so not just excess eating but what do you think is causing people to have weight problems well you know the big problem right now uh, in the united states is we have access to to this category of food called ultra processed food and these are foods that really no longer bear a resemblance to what you would find in nature. So a bag of potato chips or a pastry, uh, soft mm-hmm. drink, those are examples of ultra-processed foods. Um, and Americans now get over half of their calories from these type of foods. And those type of foods cause us, one, to eat more calories than we should. But there are problems related to those type of foods and the way it affects our health beyond just the excess calories. Now, what if you have one or two of the criteria that you mentioned earlier instead of three? Well, although the problems tend to cluster together, they share the same underlying mechanism. So having just one or two of the criteria can still indicate that your health may be getting worse. In fact, even if you don't have any of the criteria, but you're trending towards the criteria, it can be a sign that your health is getting worse. And an example of that is needing to go out and buy new pants because your pants are getting a little snug or Mm -hmm. no longer fit. I understand. Uh, You know, one of the criteria is elevated fasting blood sugar. What does it mean to have elevated fasting blood sugar but not have diabetes? This is considered pre-diabetic. Patients with pre-diabetes are on their way to becoming diabetic unless they improve their nutrition and fitness. Normal blood glucose is less than 100. Diabetes is above 125. Pre-diabetes is between 100 and 125. And pre-diabetes is particularly problematic because it affects one in three Americans, but eight in 10 people who have pre-diabetes are not aware that they have it. Eight in 10. Eight in 10. Eighty percent. Yeah. Wow. Now, you mentioned liver problems earlier. This isn't something that we often hear about. What sort of liver problems are related to metabolic syndrome? Well, the same underlying problem that causes the metabolic syndrome causes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Similar to elevated fasting blood sugar, it may affect as many as one in three Americans, and most of the people who have it are not aware that they have it. 
Uh, as the limber accumulates more fat, it can become inflamed and increase a person's risk of developing cirrhosis and liver cancer. There's no simple test that can be used to identify non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and unfortunately, there's no medication that can reliably protect your liver if you have that problem. Mm. You know, I hear a lot when it comes to liver, uh, liver problems with people who have excess alcohol consumption. That, yeah, it's a similar problem. It's just caused by uh, too much of unhealthy healthy food rather than alcohol. In fact, it's projected by about 2030 that non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and the problems related to it will be a more frequent uh, cause of liver transplants than alcoholic related problems. No kidding, problems. really. Yeah. That, is, that is scary. Yeah, uh, things that are is... getting worse in that regard, unfortunately. Now, you know, what should someone do if they have any of their criteria that you mentioned about metabolic syndrome? What do we need to do? Well, first, uh, it's important to see and discuss uh, these issues with your doctor, uh, if you have any of them, or, or to make sure that you look into this matter when you see your doctor, since it's such a common problem and so many people uh, who uh, suffer from this particular problem aren't aware of it. But the great news is these problems can be completely reversed and cured. And the earlier a person identifies trends that are worrisome for the metabolic syndrome and makes changes, the better. In order to reverse the underlying inflammation and insulin resistance, it's important to eat healthier food and to become more physically active. And it's better to do both than to do just one or the other. And that may be something we can talk more about in one of the future episodes. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to have you come back. Let's shift gears for just a moment and talk about Hamilton's residency program. Are residents actually doctors? Yes, residents are doctors. They have graduated from medical school. They've all been awarded medical degrees. Mm -hmm. And now they're training to be a particular type of doctor, such as a pediatrician, an internist, or a family physician. Got you. Uh, residency programs last three years. Uh, some of our residents are in our first year of training. And in our internal medicine program, we have residents in the first, second, and third year of training. So Hamilton is a teaching hospital? Yes, Hamilton Healthcare System is now an academic uh, medical center and an academic institution. Currently, uh, we have medical students from the Medical College of Georgia and the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine who do rotations at Hamilton Medical Center. Dr. Thompson, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. We have learned so much and hope to see you again soon. It was my pleasure. For more information about Hamilton's family medicine and internal medicine residency program, visit hamiltonhealth.com slash residency. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 